Hello and welcome to Solar Power World Solar Speaks Live, powered by Unirac at Solar Power International 2016. I'm Kathy Zip, and today we are speaking with Mark Beggert, Executive Vice President and Director of Austin Bay Solar Contractor Meridian Solar. So, Mark, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Kathy. Absolutely. So. You've been with Meridian since 2008, so almost 10 years. And during that time, you helped the company kind of shift from residential and commercial solar to an EPC company focused exclusively on the commercial, public, and utility scale market segment. So you're not even really doing residential right. anymore. So this is a significant shift. And so I'm just wondering if you can share why this strategy made sense for Meridian and maybe some guiding business principles that were important to you in that shift, the whole process. Yeah, so that's, that's an interesting question. So um, Meridian Solar was founded in 1999 okay. by Andrew McCullough, who right. is our president and CEO. Yes, I actually um, know him well. I remember do? working with him, yes. Okay, great. Um, and at the time, obviously, uh, you know, he was more or less a pioneer, um, mm -hmm. among others, mm -hmm. um, who uh, had been in the industry since the mid-90s, really, um, as a distributor and doing some design work, etc. Right. Andrew started in 1999 in Texas. He hung out at Shingle. He was doing everything for everyone. Uh, so it was off-grid work, battery backup stuff. Uh, he was doing some small, you know, residential. And then as the market um, uh, developed uh, a little bit mm -hmm. uh, in the early part of, um, of, of this century, 2000 to 2005, mm -hmm. um, Andrew uh, took on uh, projects uh, of ever greater complexity, mm -hmm. um, more small commercial, more mid-sized commercial, etc. And uh, was really one of the only ones in Texas doing that at the time. Wow. So the experience that uh, the, the company gained um, in the design and engineering phase and working on uh, more complex projects than simple residential ultimately led us in uh, 2008 and 2009 uh, to determine uh, the CNI space was where we had a uh, substantial differentiation. Okay. Um, these projects uh, require uh, additional different level of expertise. Uh, right. We were a registered engineering uh, firm. We were a licensed electrical contractor. Uh, the residential installers um, were really uh, not able to uh, reach up for system sizes of that complexity before. So we decided that um, the, the residential side of the market was um, was more or less commoditized and commercial was where we could differentiate ourselves. And right. uh, so really the guiding principles, as you point, would be um, just a, 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 a real uh, premium on uh, efficient design mm -hmm. um, and an understanding uh, of, the, um, of, of the technical aspects uh, above and beyond what perhaps a, a more simple residential solar system might uh, right. require. What about, what about just kind of knowing the, the market around you and your state? I mean, yeah. you know, are there a lot of potential CNI customers? Is it important to kind of take a look from that perspective too? Well, I think, um, you know, past performance is, is so important, okay. um, particularly with CNI uh, customers because um, they're going to have a greater level of sophistication within their facilities management group. Um, within uh, their uh, C-suite, and so uh, you have to be able to speak uh, at a technical level that um, will, uh, you know, will work with those people. And right. um, being able to refer to 
past performance and projects with other reputable companies uh, lent and lends itself uh, to, to being able to have that credibility and, and, and uh, be able to, uh, to do these types of projects with uh, companies that need that need to see that in there before they're going to sign a contract. Right. So. That's a whole that's a whole different ball game really than the residential. The residential that's right. So well, another thing that I found interesting, I was looking at your LinkedIn and I saw that you're on boards for two nonprofits. Right. And why is nonprofit work and and community involvement important to you and even to your business? I mean, is is this something that other members of your company get involved into? Well, we encourage it definitely. Okay. Um, we want uh, our Employees to be active, you know, members of the community. Um, and we want them to be um, supporting not only solar but whatever particular um, cause that uh, that they find um, energizing uh, to them. Um, it's it's about sort of personal growth as much as it's about professional growth. Mm -hmm. The nonprofits that um, I'm associated with are um, renewable energy uh, oriented. One right. is uh, Solar Austin, which mm -hmm. really it's it's about advocacy um, to not only the uh, the city but the state. Mm -hmm. uh, Austin being the capital of Texas, so mm -hmm. we we spend time um, working with uh, Austin Energy, with the uh, the city council, um, and even uh, at the legislative level, uh, in order for us to promote uh, promote renewables, promote solar, uh, promote policies that support solar and so um, yes it's uh, self-serving to some degree because um, uh, that's the industry I'm in and, and sure. that's where um, we're, we're trying to make our mark but at the same right. time creating that type of awareness the education the enlightenment that comes from um, these types of nonprofit organizations is is also very important to the overall I think uh, health of the industry right that makes yeah. a lot of sense for, for contractors to get involved in those kind of um, nonprofit um, opportunities. Right. So another thing that I've read is that reports have said that Texas will become the second largest solar market in the next five years. So that's a huge thing. And I'm just wondering, from your perspective, what makes Texas so primed for solar success, and how are you getting ready to take advantage of it? Well, I guess first and foremost, we've got great resource. Um, it's uh, particularly West Texas. Uh, the insulation is uh, is tremendous. Um, but uh, in addition to that, um, the infrastructure that has been um, in place uh, since the expansion of um, our grid via mm -hmm. the Cres lines um, that mm -hmm. was really uh, supportive of uh, the growth of wind initially over the last decade, right, but yeah. now is also um, poised to to support. Uh, the growth of solar has made a has made a big difference. So right. you know where the resource is best, we have um, transmission um, to bring it back to the metropolitan areas. You know Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, Houston, which are four of the call it 15 largest cities in the country. So mm -hmm. um, and, and a population of uh, around 26 million people in Texas. So I think um, it's a combination of uh, of, of solid infrastructure. Um, we have a, a culture of uh, energy development um, and it's just been a, a function of, of getting that price point down to a level to where it truly competes um, with the other uh, generation um, that is available to, uh, to, 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 to Texas. And I also believe that you know a better understanding of, uh, of the generation of the source of solar um, and how it um, is, uh, is a 
can um, can play a, a, an important role in the overall generation mix and profile right. uh, of these different utilities is uh, is now uh, you know it, it's now um, well known um, how this uh, resource can can benefit and mix and play with natural gas play with uh, wind and so that's that's the other reason why um, education is, is another right reason that's why. good education yeah. is you know has has been and is still so important to the industry but it's it's good to know that people are starting to to respond and, and understand yeah. it and, and really get it yeah I mean it's still a challenge right I mean, yeah. we've got extremely low electricity prices um, at the wholesale level but at the same time um, you're seeing a extraordinary amount of development um, up, you know I, I believe uh, the interconnection queue is two to three gigawatts right now so wow. um, there's a there's a lot of solar being planned and I think as uh, utilities um, uh, gain a, a better awareness and understanding of how um, solar can play a role in their uh, generation profile and mix then you're gonna see uh, more PPAs and um, more finance, more investment coming into the market. How, so do you feel like Meridian is in, in a good position to um, prepare for that increase in business? And uh, is, is there, are you looking, you know, you're hiring more people? Are you looking to um, really get um, to customers first? Well, I would, so, say, I would say that so Meridian's focused uh, on commercial industrial, mm -hmm. first and foremost. Um, and I believe that uh, that will lag the utility scale development that's okay. occurring. So okay. I, I, I don't know that the uh, Texas DG market um, will experience uh, the, the type of growth um, that the utility sector is poised to experience for the next several years. It's going to be uh, it's going to be slower, but just by virtue of the awareness that's raised around the generation, uh, around the asset itself, around um, the, the, the solar's profile, I think we're going to see. Uh, more community solar mm -hmm. um, in right. Texas. I think that's going to be a, uh, a um, an important market, um, right. and that's poised for substantial growth. In fact, we've worked on a couple of community solar projects already this year, um, and then um, ultimately you're going to see more CNI um, yeah. uh, projects being developed, not only in those areas where there are currently incentives, which is North Texas, Austin, and San Antonio, um, but uh, reaching a price point where it makes sense. Um, uh, in uh, the Houston metropolitan area, for example. That's wonderful. Very exciting time to be part of the Texas market. And it sounds like you're very well prepared um, to to uh, really embrace it and, and continue to do well. So um, I think that wraps up this edition of Solar Speaks Live at Solar Power International, powered by Unirac. And I want to thank Mark for being here with us. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. And be sure to stop by through the show to see more. This is our last day, so come see more Solar Speaks Live interviews. And thank you so much, everyone.